Hello everyone, my name is Gabby Jones and welcome to the second episode of Smaller Aura. For those of you who aren't familiar with Smaller Aura, it is a mini platform within Aura designed to help young people under the age of 18 to connect and share their story too. Today we have Lucy Morgan, a very special young lady who is 14 years old from Essex. Today she speaks to Aura to talk about her wonderful brother William who has cerebral palsy. I'm going to give Lucy a ring now and welcome her into the Aura. I'm good thanks how are you I'm good I'm so happy that we're finally doing this I feel like we've been speaking for like a month or yeah um so I think firstly let's introduce yourself um how old you are about your lovely brother where you live um so my name's Lucy and I'm 14 and I live in Brentwood and I have a 12 year old brother with cerebral palsy Right, okay. And did you mention that he there was also possible autism there as oh, well? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, like um, features of autism and epilepsy, but very mild epilepsy as well. Wow, okay. And how old is he? What's his name? He's called William and he's 12. William. Yeah. Wow. And then so growing up, so you've had two years difference. So, I mean, it's yeah. growing up, I guess you've known no different, right? So you Yeah, both- no, not really. Because obviously when you're one and two, you don't really remember much of it. No, so- not at all. It's just, it's just my normal, you know? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, you're so confident for someone your age. I mean, I, I think the first thing that drew me to you was the fact that you had um, made a page, which I'd obviously made at yeah. 24. The fact <laughs> that you made that at 14. I mean, you beat me to it by 10 years. It's so impressive. What made you um, create that page? Um, so... I just so at the start of lockdown I you know lockdown just gives you loads of time to think and reflect and stuff and so I was just thinking obviously I've been quite connected with um siblings of special needs children before I created my Instagram page Mm -hmm. but um I hadn't really been connected with any siblings that were kind of more similar to my brother's condition so more on the disabled side rather than the special needs side mm-hmm. obviously it's come under special needs as well and so I created that page and just because I kind of felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to mm. so siblings that don't have the support networks that I have are going to have less people to talk to than I do mm. so I thought if I created this page then I can bring siblings of special needs people together um, over this really confusing time um, especially for families that are living with special needs in lockdown and just bring everyone together and, you know, learn about other people, have someone there to talk to and, you know, yeah. It's amazing. Honestly, it's so impressive. I mean, when I was your age, I was definitely not like you. I think it's such a remarkable thing. Has it helped you? Yeah, it has. I, it's just so nice knowing that, like, there's people that actually understand. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you talk to your friends and everything. Yeah. But they... And they try to understand, but they're never going to fully understand because they only see the good bits, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I found a massive thing when I was your age, I would, like if my friend, I remember when I was 14, like if my friend had a fight with her brother who didn't have special needs, I would, and then they would complain about their brother. I would almost feel a bit angry because I'd be like, God, you don't know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important to not be like that. And yeah. To be aware that you know you've got your brother, and do you know what? There's so many amazing things that come with him as well, right? I'm sure he's like your best <laughs> friend, right? Yeah, 
definitely he is literally my best friend at the moment because over lockdown we've become so close so much closer than we were before so yeah and tell me a bit about cerebral palsy so how does it affect him um so cerebral palsy can affect uh, loads of different people in loads mm. of different ways so you can think of it kind of like on a scale so you could be down the really mild end where literally it would just affect say my hand and I wouldn't be able to pick up a pen mm-hmm. um but William's quite down the severe scale so he doesn't walk uh so he's in a wheelchair and he doesn't really talk and he doesn't have that control to hold on to anything mm. um so he can't uh feed himself you know just you know, basic day-to-day things that he needs help with, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, you sound like such an amazing sister. So you spend so much time with him, you must help him with everything. What does he like doing? Uh, he loves playing with his train set. He loves, well, he loves trains, um, but obviously we haven't been able to um, go on trains recently. No. So we've been playing a lot with his train set. He likes to play with his figures. He's quite young for his age as well, so he's not, so he is a twin brother, so... Him, oh, wow. he's a twin. Yeah, um, and George, his twin, he's not uh, special needs or disabled. So, and you look at George and you see kind of the things that he's doing, and then you look at William and the things he's doing, and you realise how uh, different they are, like mentally. And so he prefers to do things like watch Peppa Pig, you know, play with his train set, whereas George likes to play like Fortnite, you know, play on the Xbox. So you can kind of just see the difference. But he, he just, you know. He just loves normal things, really. He loves swimming as well. Oh, uh, Josh loves swimming. Josh is like that. He's very, um, he's 19, but yeah. I would say mentally he's probably maybe even like seven. Um, yeah, so you get what I mean, yeah. Exactly, and he just, he loves like, um, yeah, trains. And like, he's really mm-hmm. fixing things, actually. He's really good at that, which I guess is slightly more mature. But like yeah. anything that breaks, we're like, Josh, and he comes with his little screwdriver and he fixes it. Um, really handy to have him around then he's really handy he started like doing his own washing as well and putting the washing out and we're like wow Josh this is great (laughs) um but yeah no he loves trains absolutely loves them and then so growing up did you find it difficult I wouldn't say well obviously it has its times when it's difficult but where I didn't really know any different before Mm. just there's some days when it's like, like anyone really, there's some days when it's worse, there's some days when it's better. There's yeah. even periods of time where it could be like a really bad year. And mm-hmm. so for that year, it would just, I remember we had this really bad year and it was, um, he, he wouldn't leave the house. So obviously, and I was younger then, so I wasn't leaving the house on my own really much yet. So right. he's not leaving the house, which means my whole family becomes isolated yes. at that point of time. Um, because the minute he leaves the house, he'll throw a meltdown. He'll have a huge meltdown. So it's just times like that when you know you just want to go out, you want to do stuff, you want to be active. Um, like we just, we don't really, like one of the main things I've noticed mm. that makes us kind of different is the fact that we don't go out shopping. Mm. We get all our shopping delivered to our house. And that kind of, you know, like makes me think, yeah, that's because we can't do that. And I don't know why, because it's just such a normal thing that people go like out shopping for food mm. and stuff. And I've never even been to like an Aldi or a Lidl. I've okay. never even been to any of those places because we just, it's just not what we do. It doesn't really cope with it very well, you know? Yeah. Do you know what? Josh was like that all the time. Like he would always throw meltdowns and he, there was a time where my mum couldn't even pick me up from school because 
he she had to turn left the whole time he wouldn't let her turn right in the car and then he'd have this meltdown and I do I do remember a lot of times when I was younger just meltdowns and the thing is yeah. when you're younger you just kind of you just just it's normal isn't it mm-hmm. yeah and, and it makes you definitely I think way more mature like I mean you seem already like a 18 year old thank you yeah I definitely agree with that the making you more mature thing because it's kind of you see things that other people just don't see mm-hmm. and you learn to deal with things that other people just don't have to deal with you know yeah and I found at school I was definitely more mature than other people you get that yeah I've really noticed that in like um the past just the past year really mm. um like I'll, be, I'll just be thinking it's just the little things like because I'm a lot more I don't know if the right word is empathetic or yeah. something like that empathetic. Yeah, um, yeah. um so I find that sometimes like I find it hard when people are like being like m- like slightly meaner to other people mm. um I don't know it's just where I've grown up being so accepting to difference mm-hmm. um and just like you know and so when it, people are being mean about difference it's just kind of like oh. I don't I like that <laughs> the worst and the thing is no one likes a bully and no one likes anything like that but I think we're definitely way more sensitive to that and just cannot yes. see why one yes. would be mean to anyone just because they're a bit quiet or they look yes. at it different and it's really heartbreaking isn't it and I think yes. it definitely makes you more empathetic for sure mm-hmm. um and so you came up with is it called little stars yeah it is yeah well, so much. <laughs> thank you so it's basically a club that mm. I created because um, it's all about, uh, mum read this book and it was about building a village around your special child so that they don't become isolated. And we realised that, um, so he has things like uh, he goes to SNAP sensorised sessions uh, and he goes to BOSP, which is respite care for us. But he, the amount of time he doesn't spend around kids his own age and the time that he spends with an adult or a carer um, is just remarkable because um, I wouldn't spend that much time with my mum and I don't even have carers. No. So um, to spend that much time with an adult. And so I came up with this idea when I was 12. 12? To, um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So impressive. <laughs> So we got a small group of eight special needs children, quite similar to him. So there's lots of cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are in wheelchairs. Um, so we got the idea of bringing eight special needs children together. Uh, and then I assembled uh, able-bodied children, so like me and you, mm-hmm. um, to come and support them in play and music uh, on a Saturday. Um, and so we came up with this thing it's called little stars and it's it's basically it's supporting the idea of able-bodied play alongside special needs play to give the children a break from being with a carer all the time Mm -hmm. so we have a music therapist for the first part and so uh, we'd all we basically we all have bonds with certain children so we'd go off with our uh child that we're closest with and you know we'd help them with the music we'd just have a laugh you know like any normal kids our age would that Mm -hmm. they sometimes don't get to experience and then after the music uh, we're based in a trampoline center so we go on the trampolines there's a sensory room there so we could go chill in the sensory room with them and yeah it's just it's just all about um able-bodied play and then like children on children time together rather than ever being stuck with an adult that's honestly such an amazing idea. You were 12. Wow. Yeah. So does that still run? Is that every Saturday? Yeah. 
uh, it's not every Saturday. It used to be two Saturdays a month because obviously we're very busy family, especially mm-hmm. into families. So coming together every week is normally quite hard. Mm-hmm. But um, we have been coming together every week over Zoom recently because obviously lockdown. So we've been coming together every week uh, over Zoom, yeah. Oh, to have music. And do you think it's really helped? Have you seen a bit of a difference? Well, I love doing it. I know I love doing it. It's just, I love doing it. And I definitely, when I grow up, want to like do special needs stuff, like some some sort of special needs care when I'm older. Oh, for sure. Um, and it's just, I think it's nice for them to have a, like a repeating group of people. Because mm. obviously for special needs children, it takes them a lot longer to get to know someone mm-hmm. um, and to be comfortable with them. So um, we've been doing this all this time and they've, they've got a really good bond, I think. Well, I think oh, so anyway. it's amazing. And also I think um, just being able to play with able-bodied children doesn't always happen because I hate to say mm-hmm. it, but sometimes at school people don't mix as much, you know. And okay. I think it's important from a young age to like teach children that people are different yes. and embrace yeah. everyone, right? Definitely. Because you know it doesn't always happen and I think to do that is just amazing and it will also will also help the able-bodied kids because they yeah. see what it's like to yes. hang out with a disabled yeah. child and that it's also really fun yeah yeah and it's especially because my brother goes to a special needs school I don't know about Josh does he Josh does too. Yeah. yeah so he was spending uh, less and less time with uh, children like me and like not that that's a bad thing because he's got his friends in special needs school that he absolutely loves mm. um but it's also nice for him to come and be able to play mm. without an adult if mm. you know what I mean and also just to have friends because I mean Josh I mean he doesn't have he kind of has friends but he doesn't like see them all the time you know yeah have something in a routine where you see friends you mm-hmm. know great yeah. the fact you were 12 I can't get over that I remember, what are you going to be like when you're my age, honestly? <laughs> wow. Do you have any, like, funny stories? Like, we have, I don't know, like, how naughty he is or was, but we had so many funny stories that I just look back on that now are funny but probably weren't at the time. Yeah. I don't know because William, he's not as able-bodied as Josh, so he doesn't really have much in his control. Yeah. But there's one thing that he... He do, he does do, and what he's he's doing it less now. But there's been there's been times when you know we all we're like we're quite a traditional family, so we all come down and we have dinner together every night at the table, and it's just what we do. It's just our routine, you know. Mm. Come around and chat about our days and everything, and so we do that um, every night. And then he went through a phase of us coming down to sit at the table, and he'd be like, um, "What are you doing here? I'm sorry." <laughs> I want to eat on my own in peace. Why are you here? Go away. And then if we don't leave, or he doesn't leave, then he'll throw a meltdown. No so, way. So did yeah. you have to leave and let him sit on his own? Sometimes we leave, um, and then other times he waits for us to leave because he's like, there is no way I'm eating with those peasants. No way. Did he say peasants? Is no, he... well, he can't oh, speak, but that's what that. he implies. <laughs> when you say he can't speak does he kind of have like you can you understand him but other people I I can understand him but it's through uh noises so there's no he can he has a voice Mm. he has a lovely voice 
voice, a beautiful voice, but um, his voice doesn't have words, if you know what I mean. Okay. So it's just um, noises, like oohs and ahs. And so I can understand, like, um, so it's just simple things, like smile is yes, push back in his chair for no. Um, okay. You know, simple things that if you, if you were to first meet him, you wouldn't understand it. And it yeah. takes quite a long time to be able to properly understand his communication. We've got that with Josh as well because he's got oral dyspraxia, so he mm-hmm. can definitely he's gotten a lot better. But before, so he was non-verbal until he was eight, so he didn't. Yeah. So we learned sign language and you know, yeah, skip all that stuff, and then yeah. um, he kind of slowly became verbal. But even now, like you would have to be around him for a long time to understand because yeah. it sounds he's mm-hmm. um, so I can fully relate to that for sure. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like with the translators, isn't it? Exactly. Kind of, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you have to be around him for a certain amount of time to understand. Yeah. But that's really interesting because Josh has done that before. He's he he like if we haven't like in the morning if we haven't showered or like looked like fresh, he like can't eat around us. Like he gets really stressed out. <laughs> like refuses and we're like he can tell like if like right now like I haven't showered this morning like he would not be happy oh, <laughs> like, you'd be in trouble eat. I know he would not eat his breakfast next to me like no way <laughs> um, so yeah that's yeah. really funny but I mean so if listeners listening to this and they're your age what advice would you give them if they're struggling during lockdown always to talk mm. don't ever not talk mm. because I think if you just keep it in, keep it in and keep it in, then like, I don't know, it's just not good for you, is it? So always talk. And like, even if it is just to your mum and even if you're not close to your parents, then my page is always here. You can always come and talk to me. I um, follow you. What, what, what is your page? Yeah, it's special needs underscore sibling underscore support. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I'm always here to chat to you and I love chatting to people. I love learning about like all sorts of special needs and disabilities. I love learning about them. So yeah. You're honestly an amazing person. Well, I didn't speak about special needs or my brother or anything until, I mean, not openly like this until I came up with Aura about a month and a half ago. So the fact that you are speaking about it at your age is the most healthiest, most amazing thing ever. <laughs> and you should be so proud of yourself. You're such a special person and sister. And I have no doubt that you'll do amazing things. And I think, yeah, I mean, thank you so much. And I'll be in touch with you for sure. I think this is a great thing that you're doing for siblings to be able to come and just share experiences and also for other people to like understand what it is like with siblings of special needs people, you know. Yeah, it's so important. And and like you said, just to be able to talk about it and to keep talking, I think is the most healthiest thing to do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've held it up for so long, which is definitely not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Don't recommend that to anyone. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope you have a lovely day and um, be in touch with you soon. Yeah, definitely. Bye. Bye. What an amazing young lady. I'm going to be adding her podcast into the smaller aura section on the website, www.jointheaura.com. We really hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you next week.